Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, I'm Johnny Owen, and this is the Best 11 podcast from TalkSport. Mark Webster and I ask our guests 11 questions all about their love of football, from their earliest memories of the game to how their matchday rituals have changed over the years. And at the end, they'll tell us their best 11, a team made up of anyone who's ever played for their club, along with a manager of their choice. We've got another special edition of Best 11 for you today. Our guest is a man with over 100 appearances for Southampton and Liverpool, and he also has an England cap to his name. He's also enjoyed mediocre stints in the jungle and celebrity Big Brother house. It is, of course, the brilliant Neil Razor Ruddock. Neil, welcome to your best 11. Can you start by telling us your earliest football memories? Wow. Um, playing with my brothers. With Mark Webster there, we grew up in a, in a, a nice little fishing village called Stanhope. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to play I used to play with uh, my brothers and their big mates, so you know, I was I was even better than them. So I used to, I used to play with uh, on stand up, you have a green. Obviously, there was a pub called Ben. Was it the bedroom? It was it called the the bedroom and a, a lovely That's establishment. It, so I used to, I used to play. Uh, wait for them to come out of the pub, and then we used to play, all play football on the on the green next to next to the pub where we grew up. So my earliest memories is playing with my brothers and Mark. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair. I see. First time I see Mark Webster play football, I thought I've got to be better than that. Can't be that hard, isn't it? and he wasn't that hard, really. No, it's true. I, I'm, I'm glad. I, I'm glad I could help that career along. It, it, John, just, who was your favourite player as a kid? Well, I, well, I was a Millwall fan. There was a fellow called John Mitchell, but I loved Kevin King, and I think when I was about, or oh, about fourteen, I think you remember I had Kevin King and Perm bubble. I had a proper. Like close bubbly perms and Kevin Keegan, and now he's my friend. I Brilliant. can't believe it. All them years ago, I had me perm, and now <laughs> Kevin King is my mate. So it all worked out fine. He was an unusual player, wasn't he? Because he 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 played like he was from the future, didn't he? He's like one of those blo- blokes who was oh. a little bit out of his time, wasn't he? Yeah, we tossed that. I think they was like big man, little man, wasn't they? Big, big toss up front with Keegan. But I I got me perm. I remember when I got me perm. He went. He went to Hamburg. I was devastated. <laughs> German football wouldn't have been on telly, kids, like it is now. That's the thing. Exactly. So I've, was... got, I've got a Kevin Keegan perm, and Kevin Keegan weren't about anymore. I'm devastated. I'm gutted. Brilliant. I mean, Neil, you're talking there about playing with your brothers and playing with Mark as a, as a boy. What, what kind of age are you? And when did you realise you had you had, you know you had the you could make it really? You you, you wanted to be a professional I, footballer. I knew, uh, um, when I was a uh, 14 year old, I don't I don't think it's the same system now. But 14 year old uh, Mill, you signed schoolboy forms at the professional club, mm-hmm. and I had a few clubs uh, wanted me at the time. 
And uh, so Millwall gives me a schoolboy, and they said when I when I leave school, I've got uh, a two year two year apprentice and a year's pro. So at fourteen, I knew that uh, when I leave school, it's a couple of years apprentice and a year pro. So I'm thinking fourteen. Fourteen. I used to be on a wing. I was a striker and a winger back in the day. Fleet-footed winger. <laughs> Until I was, honestly, with a perm. Until I was sixteen, and when I went to Millwall Apprentice, first day Apprentice was about trained with George Gravens and manager at Millwall, and he put me centre half. I think a year later, I was playing for Tottenham, so he knew. Brilliant. Well, funny enough, that kind of it probably touches on what our next question would be because we're going to ask you what the best piece of advice you, you received. Perhaps that was go stand back there, son, and edit. <laughs> yeah, change position. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. My dad always told me to try, try me out, always try your hardest in training and playing. Uh, so I took that advice. Always, you know, I could have been rubbish, I could have been all right, I could have been brilliant. But uh, I think if people see you trying all the time, then uh, I think you, you know, they, you got more of a chance. You know, there's no way chucking your teddy out the out the cot if you have a bad game. You just got to get on with it. And I think the best for advice was always try your hardest, which I did. Were you a Millwall fan growing up as well, Neil? Yeah, I was. Well, I've got two brothers who were Millwall fans, so. Well, actually, I think there was Man United fans, Mark. I think early days, right? If I remember right, my brothers were Man United fans. Right. Which class would be Kevin Keegan Perm. <laughs> they, they come to the centre and they could become Millwall fans, if I remember correctly. There was, I suppose it's worth walking it backwards because your family and my family basically were all moved out of pretty much the same part of South London yep. to live on that big council yep. estate, weren't they, together? So there was a lot of Millwall yep. came with that, wasn't there? Because I'm sure your dad was a Millwall fan, wasn't he? No, my dad was full of Was he full? Oh, out of They're rubbish to Port Millwall. <laughs> he don't want to see me dad. He said, listen, son. I remember him saying this. I've been years and years of being a full of fan. Don't support them. Give me a life of misery. Support Millwall. <laughs> so we went Millwall and we should have been full of fans now. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that posh part of town as well, you see. So that was much yeah, more... Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Nice bars and eateries over that. So yeah, quite right yeah, too. yeah. Quite right too. Can you tell us what your um, match day rituals were as a player? I always, I always got my right foot ready for my right side of my body ready first for some reason. Did you? So I'd, I'd get me strapping. Footballers have their strap, uh, strappings on if their ankles strapped up yeah. to give them a bit more uh, stability. So I used to have me strapping, put me strapping on my right, then I put my shin pad on my right, then I put my sock on my right, then I then I'd uh, do my tie up on my right, put my football boot on, then I'd do it everything on the left after. Brilliant. Not I mean, once. Maybe I should have tried. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you're so superstitious. Long, you know, I might have been brilliant and got hat trick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. It's amazing how superstitious footballers are, though, isn't yeah. it? Oh yeah, got a lot, a lot of players. Like uh, used to walk around doing the same thing every day. Used to walk around the benches and you know, wouldn't speak to. You. I think in instantly wouldn't put his top on till he come out mm. onto the pitch. It was great. It's crafty. Every every player would have, you know, if someone says they haven't, they, they're lying. Every player had superstitions. They drove, always drove the right, you know, the right way to the, the right route. You know what I mean? Even if there was traffic, they couldn't come out there late because all of a sudden Gaffer would go, why didn't you go, why didn't you go down the motorway? Oh, that'd be unlucky, Gaffer. So, you know, <laughs> Rafael ain't stuck in traffic. Because <laughs> the problem is, if you're playing with someone and they and you find out what their little superstition yeah. is of course you're going to mess with yeah. it aren't you yeah <laughs> yeah man, the man time my right boot went missing <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't put my boot and that means I couldn't get my re- left leg ready no yeah you just messed it up <laughs> <laughs> like, like 
I think, I think Gaz, Gaz was one with boots. Gaz used to go around put everyone's boots. And that, everyone's boots used to be, you know, in order. And they had to be really neat and all that. And some of them coming in boot, all the boots everywhere. Gaz would get those nearly start crying. And get so many steps. Gaz had 14 steps. Everything was about 14 with Gaz. Brilliant. Oh, so his place had been 14 steps from the, from the door. and So, yeah, he had a foot, number 14. Crazy. Have you got uh, sort of a favourite piece of um, memorabilia or a memento, Neil? Oh, I've got loads. I'll tell you what I have got. It's not non. I've got non-sporting. Well, to be is this spot? I've got an evil Knievel, a massive sign, evil Knievel poster. Yeah, right. Yeah. When he was coming off, I mean, he was coming off his. I'm looking at it now in my den. He was coming off his Arley Davidson at Wembley in about 1977. Yeah. When remember he tried to jump over the buses. He did. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Is 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 jumping over buses on a on a on a Arley Davidson sport? Well, I mean, uh, it's not a kind of... Go- I mean, I'd probably be better at that than football, if that might be so much. <laughs> but it's but, interesting how, how big Evil Knievel was. He was oh, a world-famous... Yeah, he was like a, you know, a household name, wasn't he? Oh, well, I mean, I mean, it was live. You've got 100,000 people in Wembley Stadium watching him crash. And yeah. it was live on telly as a kid. So I've got a poster that said, whoops, Evil Knievel has him just about to break every bone in his body. Does he make, and this is the gratuitous plug, is he is he amongst your close shaves in your current book, The World of Courtney Razor, my closest shaves, which yeah. I would like to point out to everybody of a nervous disposition, uh, is in wonderfully colourful language. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, safe to say that. But Well, what it was, I spoke to James Ogden. We spent a couple of days, you know, recording his stories and, what, what I wanted to come across as me, I didn't want him to go away and, you know, didn't want him to make it. So it made me sound something that I wasn't. So he just he just wrote it down word by word, which I wanted. So Neil, can you tell us about your favourite yeah. moment on a pitch? Oh, um, got loads. Um, Throwing from Millwall uh, with two knocked down. We was in the top league with two knocked down. I was up beating 40 games like Cowardice and scored the equaliser 2-2. Uh, scoring a, a goal for Manchester United uh, against Manchester United, but I think the the four free games, the, the Liverpool, Newcastle yeah, games, yeah, yeah. I think they were the greatest games of playing. We'd be in four free season after season. Playing for England, um, the famous four three game against Newcastle. Neil, of course, Kevin yeah, Keegan. Kevin Keegan was the Newcastle manager, wasn't he? Yeah, we was friends. No footballing friends. Once that whistle goes, I blame it. That's why if he if he. If he wouldn't have signed Brandberg, maybe I'd have tapped one in the other end. You know what I mean? I've got to say, my the best, my favourite game of yours, and it's, it's obviously because it's selfish, is uh, when you was at West Ham and yeah. you got man of the match and it was against Newcastle and you were marking Shearer. And at the, as yes. the final whistle went, you got the symbolic, you put him in your back pocket of your shorts, didn't you, as you walked off the field of yes. play. You oh, loved that game, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because he, he was a she was a very close. We was at Southampton together, so he, when he was like just coming in first year pro, you know he couldn't drive that. He was skinned, so I used to have to pick him up and lend him a score when he had no money. Yeah, I ain't got it back, by the way. <laughs> but, so, you know, he, he, he was one of them. You know, so when, where's your best mate? Something like beating your best. Well, there's one thing better than beating your mate. He's hurting your mate. When you play against him. But to come off the pitch and I'd, I'd hurt, I'd hurt him and beat him is you know. It's a great because he he don't shut up. He don't. I've had years of torment from him, and finally to beat him, it was great. Who was the um, who was the biggest joker you played with? Oh, I think right, right is up there. Ian Wright. Um, 
Steve Sedgley. Now, people don't realise, but Steve Sedgley, the ex-Coventry Tottenham difference. Yeah, yeah. Steve Sedgley, he was uh, he was not wired up right. <laughs> <laughs> we planned, I remember with Tottenham, we played Zaragoza away. And uh, I've come to my room and my whole, I was on about the seventh floor, and my whole room was in the car park below. <laughs> it chucked my whole room out the window. Wow. Oh, that takes some effort, doesn't it? not at me. Oh, no, say, no. Where you, where you about the pay for the damage, and they, it wasn't me. Yeah. No, you know, no one would say who it was. Someone said, you know, oh, someone must have broke in. Talking <laughs> about the pay for it. Obviously, it weren't me, because it was my room. I was like, Gaffer, the venerable, Gaffer, it weren't me. I'm not going to chuck my room out the window. I've got no sleep. Well, we tracked through bottoms and trainers all over the car park and said, hey, I ain't going to do your own room. So no one would, uh, no one would own up because he was going mad and uh, about two weeks later he'd come out it was Steve Sedgley. Just for lols. <laughs> Did you get him back? Uh, no, 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 no. You don't mess with fire, son. <laughs> Just leave it, yeah. He's, yeah. Got, <laughs> he's got too much in his locker for me. <laughs> go over the top. That, that was just, that was his, just, that's it. that was his prawn cocktail. You know, that, that was yeah. his starter. Yeah. got <laughs> the main course, I don't know what he'd do to you. <laughs> I'll get that. Right, I've got two questions. Really like, it's, this is really like the two sides of the same coin. So, first of all... Yeah. Any regrets that you have? I, I guess about obviously about your playing career, but also what you're most proud of. Um, I don't think you can have any regret, regrets, Mark. I mean, if you look back, you know, you can always say, "Oh, if I tried harder in that game, if I ended that ball." I don't think you can, you know, you can have any regrets. You know, God, if I'd have tried, you know, if I'd have run that extra mile in training, I think it's, you know, it's hard to say that. Um, I think you know, always give me all, so I've got no regrets that. And then the best thing. The, Proudest moments would make make my dad proud of me because yeah. uh, you know my dad, God bless him, he was and your dad, they were football men. I mean, my dad used to come and watch me play for Liverpool on a Saturday afternoon and drive down and watch you and my brothers play on a Sunday morning True. over the park. So if there was a game on, uh, my dad was always there and, uh, to make my dad proud of me. And you know, he travelled around the world watching me play football was was the biggest you know the biggest thing I could take away from football. I can definitely see that. That's beautiful. Also, and, and in terms of after your career, you know, I mean, look at the things you've done. You know, that you you've done the Big Brother, you've done the cooking, you've done uh, the, yeah. you, the uh, I'm a celebrity. So you keep getting yeah. these jobs. Do you have you enjoyed those experiences as well? Oh yeah, I mean, I, I was like, you know, when you, you finish football, I thought, right, I'm going to play golf every day, every day of the year, and when you're tired after three months of that, you get bored, and the jungle landed. Landed in my lap, so I went and done the jungle, and then you do get a plus. It's between me and you, Mark. It's, it's lovely, mummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good lad. That's what that's what comes. Yeah, that does help. So the answer is yes. I love it. He plays bundles. <laughs> he never. He laid down through the entire <laughs> his entire time in the jungle, earning that money. It was it's a joint to watch. Oh, he got the same double double. I was going to call your nickname double double. But the thing is, right. You get the same money if you're out first, or you, you know what I mean? Do you yeah. really? Oh, same fair enough. money. It's <laughs> good to know, isn't it? It's isn't great, it? isn't it? Yeah, so if you get yeah. subbed, it doesn't matter. You're still getting your match fee. No, yeah, exactly if right. You walk out, you walk out, you get pro right away, but you only get paid per day. But if you just sit there and get over there, it's the same dough. So that's me. I'll sign like here. Well played, sir. Brilliant. Well brilliant. played. And can you tell us what. what plus, plus, they've got spiders and snakes and all that out there, you know? Yeah. Why yeah. walk around? That's true. Why walk around? <laughs> You know what I mean? They said, they said, right, this geezer, 
when he walked in. He went, right, if you see a snake, stand still. It thinks you're a tree. How are you going to stand still? You're not going to test that theory, are you? No, it's true. It's true. <laughs> no, you're not going to mark. You're not going to just stand and go like, I wouldn't say like I'm doing it, right? He's doing a tree. And I'm, I bet you're doing it. Just go like a tree, right? Put your arms out like that. And a king brown snake comes up to you. What are you going to do? Nothing. I'll be gone. <laughs> tree in the wind. Gone. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going for I'm a running tree. I invented the running tree. That's what I am. Running tree. My old man went to South Africa and uh, first time, and he hated spiders, Neil. And um, my brother said to him, messing around, he said, Dad, you want to be careful out there, spiders? He said, Well, he said, There's spiders there can run faster than a man. And without missing a beat, he went, No fing spiders running faster than me, son. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, isn't it? True, isn't it? <laughs> right, said, right, when, when we on, so the fellow said, right, it's brown snakes and black spiders kill you, right? They're like, half hour, you're dead. If one of them, brown, uh, sorry, got it, brown snake, black spiders. When you get there, you think, did they say brown snake? <laughs> <laughs> well, they said, listen, they said, if the king brown snake bites you or the funnel web spider bites you, You've got half hour to live, they said, but it's okay because the doctor's only 10 minutes away with anti-venom. Johnny Rotter went, what? 10 minutes away with anti-venom? He says, okay. He said, so if I get bit by the funnel web spider and the doctor's on his way in to give me the anti-venom, what happens if the king brown snake fights a doctor? <laughs> Who's he going to give the anti-venom to? That's <laughs> <laughs> a great point, isn't it? Yeah, Which yeah. was quite right. We went, yeah, yeah, what about that? This is the Best 11 podcast from Talk Sport. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right, so now we're going to go through um, your best 11. These are the best 11 oh. players that you played with, Neil. Um, so, yep, yeah, just talk us through it, pal. Right, now I'm all gold. I've got to be in. I haven't got these written down. That's all right. All right, number one. Yes. Goal. Go. Yeah. Ray Clements. Ray Clements. Yeah. 
Mate, shot with Ray. Ray Clements. He was... A, he, no, I'm going three uh, at the back. Sorry, just a lucky, he's unlucky, back. wouldn't he, Ray? Because in, in, he'd have been like... If there was no Peter Shield, Ray Clements would have had 150 but, caps, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, pretty, I've seen the saves he used to make. The Piggly used to work. Oh, my God. <laughs> he used to come out with his foot up like you've he never did, seen. He did, didn't he? Yeah, he even did. to his own players. <laughs> <laughs> when he came, he got out of the way. Yeah, seems reasonable. <laughs> right, sorry, he's right. Three so across the back. Back three, then, yeah? Right. Three across the back. I'm going to go Mark Wright, Liverpool, Mark Wright. Yeah. Ginger Mark Wright. Magnificent centre-half, magnificent player. Yeah. Uh, alongside him, I am going to go Rio Ferdinand. Yes. Player. Culture. Culture. And, Rio Ferdinand. And the academy, yes. of course. What a player. Alongside him at the back, at the back three, I am going to go. Wow, this is a big, this is a big call. Ooh. This is a massive call. This is huge. I'm going to go Stevie Nichol. Wow. Mm, okay. Liverpool. He yeah. could play anywhere. Size 12 feet. He could play anywhere. He would be magnificent in that position. Yeah, magnificent. Matt Mon- so more familiar as a midfielder, isn't he? In front of me, back three. Go on. Jimmy Case. Oh, the body snatcher. I've got the body snatcher. <laughs> the assassin, he's a tough Jimmy lad. Case, just sitting there. If yeah. anyone dare come near it, he's going to nail him, right? Yeah. That's what he's going to do. That's going to be his job, Jim. All right. I remember when I, with Jimmy, my first game, when we, we went to Anfield, Jimmy used to like one, two European Cups for Liverpool. Some young kid at some Anfield, we, we're walking on to Anfield, and I went, Jim, I said, you know our corners? I said, we put one hand up to it near post, two hands up. Is that far post? He went, let's get a f***ing corner first, son. Was it you who right. told me the story? So look, Jimmy Kay. Sorry, I was going to say, was it you <laughs> told me, Neil, the story of when he went out one morning to walk the dog and never came home for four days? Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> he just went out and get to walk the dog. And, and then, the, come home with the dog, come back with the dog. No, he's not that cruel. Inside Johnny Barnes, yes. I'm going with Osvaldo Ardiles. Yeah, of course. Very nice. Osvaldo Ardiles Cup for Tottingham. I'm going with Osvaldo Ardiles. <laughs> Alongside Osvaldo Ardiles, my playmaker, Glenn Oddle. Yeah. It's getting a bit tottenly for me. You carry on, though. <laughs> on, the, on the right-hand side, it's getting a bit spursy, isn't it? <laughs> it won't be that spursy, so I've got Jimmy Case. Up in, up in That's true. On the right-hand side of my four. It's a decision, tough decision. I've gone Matthew Tizier. Ooh. Could have gone Chrissy Waddle or Trevor Sinclair. I've yeah. gone Matthew Letizia. Nice. You'd have seen him. But is he one of those fellas that you get to train with him? Is that you just won't oh, believe mate, the things he could do? He, he, yeah. He'd go, he was slower than me. And he'd go past people make them look stupid with no pace. He'd just... His ball control and his dribbling skills and that, and his shot, both feet, edit, unbelievable player. Lovely. Okay. Up front. Up front. Up front. Shearer, Fowler. Yeah, fair enough. Robbie Fowler, 
his debut, we beat Fulham 5-0 at home at Anfield on his debut. 17-year-old kid, beat him 5-0, scored five. It was that. It, was he the best natural oh, strike you've seen? Uh, the best, the best finisher I've ever seen. Both feet, horrible little mouthy little so and so. But mate, he, he, I think he scored forty six goals in hundred games or something yeah. stupid. Like one in one in two when he was seventeen, eighteen. I mean, he, he got a lot of injuries. That's why he kept missing out on England trips. He yeah. got a lot of injuries. I think he had his ankle, knee, and hip down one side. Mm. So I think he, he missed about three or four pre seasons, and that. You know, that, that caught up with him. But, I mean, a pure finisher. I mean, God, everyone calls him God. Even though Shearer sees him, he calls him, right, God, because they just know how good he was. And Shearer, you don't have to talk about Shearer, you know. Yeah. You know how good he is. But on the bench, by the way, on the bench. Oh, yeah. Well, the manager's Venables, obviously. Is okay. he okay? But on the bench, I'm going to have Teddy Sheringham. Yeah. Jan Mulby. Trevor Sinclair. Frank Lampard. Joey Cole. Michael Carrick. Um, See, it's it's all, it's all them youngsters that did, did, did the running for Chrissy you. Waddle, oh, Chrissy Waddle, uh, Jamie Redknapp, Steve McManaman, um, <laughs> um, Stuart Pearce, uh, Robbie Jones, Derek Statham. And that'd be about it. That's my squad. That's a decent not a bad That's squad, a... is it? Not, not a bad 22 to take away on a, on a trip together. Um, was, was Terry was obviously your favourite manager, was he Neil? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he was different class than the balls because he he, um, he 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 knew everyone. He, he he treated everyone different. I mean, if you treat, if you go to a dressing room after the game, you shout at everyone, you you cane everyone, you're going to lose your wingers and your strikers because a lot of them play in, with confidence. Yeah. So he, he knew he knew the best out of game one. So he'd go around the team individually. And some players he can go, have a go at like me. He'd give me a kick out the backside, and he know I responded the right, right way. He'd go to Naeem and. He just told Naeem, you're the best player in the world, son. That's all he said to Naeem in like two years. Because <laughs> he knew Naeem, Naeem wanted that. So, you know what I mean? He was he was just a tremendous man. You know, he'd, he'd go into the players' lounge after, and, you know, the first family, he'd go up to my family, go to Ted, hello, Joyce, and my mum and dad. He knew all the kids' names, and he'd go to the next family, knew all their names. Yeah. My mum goes, you know, Terry knows my name. And, you know, that made me, made me happy. So he made all the footballers happy. Happy football, you bet you play better football. So little things like that. When you come away from the game, you think, yeah, very clever. That's great to know, when it? That's part Makes of my sense. management. It does it? indeed. Neil, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Right, um, we're going to give you a book a quick plug again, Mark. Do you want to do that? Indeed, I will. The World According to Razor, my closest show is by one Neil Ruddock. There we go. The youngest yeah. of the three Ruddock boys. Gary being the one who's yes. in my year, Colin the middle one, and then the worst footballer of the lot, Mr. Neil. <laughs> All playing <laughs> outside the pub. I am, no, the I am. No, I, they, honestly, they truly believe it. My brothers truly believe they're better players than me. Yeah. History books don't lie. Just, just pick up a book, any football book, I don't see their names in them. <laughs> the Best 11 Podcast from Talk Sport. Thank you for listening to The Best 11 Podcast. Don't forget there are new episodes out every Monday and Thursday. So join us for more football memories and another Best 11 very soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.